This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about how the right-wing machine gets out in front of stories and begins to shape public perception of an event and establish a narrative before any real facts are even known. And we're going to talk about how it occurs, and we're going to use what happened in New York today as an example. If you don't know, the FBI uh, served some warrants on the uh, New York Police's uh, Sergeant's Benevolent Association, police union up there, and the union president's home. Now, that's kind of all we really know, is that the feds served some search warrants. We know that is true. Um, And there is the general idea that the Office of Public Corruption is involved. We know that's true. Okay. And then we have this statement from the union itself. The nature and scope of this criminal investigation has yet to be determined. However, it is clear that President Mullins is apparently the target of the federal investigation. We have no reason to believe that any other member of the SBA is involved or targeted in this manner. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of it. That's what we know. There's not a whole lot of a story here just yet, but it trended on Twitter. The talking heads started uh, generating the narrative. Now, the reason they do this is because the union president is a very vocal supporter of former President Trump. He has made a lot of tweets in the past that uh, could be described as inflammatory. So, that's where the right-wing machine took it. It's about these tweets. It's about these tweets. See, this is political payback. Is there any evidence to suggest that at all? No, none. I mean, it's as far as I know, the Office of Public Corruption uh, doesn't investigate Twitter. Um, but that was put out there, and it was put out there first, right? So it starts to shape the perception, and it creates that narrative. This is how these wild narratives that um, the right-wing media in the U.S. likes to latch onto, it's how they start, it's how they're created, and it's how they distract from actual events. We have no clue what these search warrants are about. The, uh, the feds are being pretty tight-lipped on this. Um, you can speculate all you want, but it's not going to do any good. Now, the sad part is that once the right-wing pundits start talking about it, then it enters the political sphere. It enters the normal conversation. And then mainstream outlets begin to talk about these same things. They begin to talk about the tweets that he made. So it reinforces that idea. And it shows the, the people who follow these right-wing pundits. 
circumstances. Oh, look, they said this, and now it's in the reporting. That must be what it's about. It's breaking news. We don't know what it's about yet. Um, there haven't been any real official statements on it at time of filming. Now, y'all won't see this until tomorrow, so maybe by then there will be some clarification. I find it unlikely that it has to do with mean tweets, with the exception of one that, I mean, maybe has something to do with the one where he tweeted out somebody's uh, criminal record. But even that seems pretty unlikely. But this is the perception that has already been generated. It's the narrative that's already taking shape. And it's all without evidence. This is how these things, these things start. So we'll see how it develops from here. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.